0: This is exactly right. When I invited you here, I thought I made myself perfectly clear.
1: said no gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. I'll be guiding you through today's episode. You'll be listening and paying attention, potentially taking notes if something's broken in your mind. Uh, We're in the backyard. As of right now, the neighbor's not renovating their home, but the birds are chirping, and we'll hopefully keep it that way. We may have some garbage trucks drive through the neighborhood at some point. That would be a fun little surprise. But uh, I think we should get into today's episode with today's guest, who's so funny and wonderful, Kelvin Yu. Kelvin, welcome Hi. to I Said No Gifts. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. How and are you thanks feeling? thanks to your neighbor Thanks for, for, so, for just I taking mean, a day off. Well, knock on wood, uh, whatever they're building back there
2: has got to be gorgeous. Two mechanical bulls. <laughs> <laughs> Two. That's You're what they're saying starting they're building with. the mechanical bulls? They're building mechanical bulls back there.
1: I uh, would not be surprised if they were riding and building mechanical yeah. bulls. And if there's
2: two, that's a free mechanical bull access for you <laughs> and your loved ones.
1: Uh, when was the last time you were on a mechanical
2: bull? I think my first birthday party. No, I don't think I've ever been on a mechanical bull. <laughs> I, you know, I may have been on one because I, I. there was a time I was going to Austin, Texas quite a bit. And I re- I vaguely remember going. You know, it used to be kind of a cool thing to do on Sunset Boulevard. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, I believe there's a something saddle. Yeah, Saddle
2: Ranch was like a big. Bar. They have a and they had somebody on the mechanical bull. <sighs> what a cringe world we were living <laughs> in just not that long ago. I mean, within the last seven years, easily, yes. easily, just no sanitizer, just people touching the same bull. <laughs>
1: Drunk now saliva. we all have our own bowl. I know
2: now, now, now it's more of like a um, a home bowl situation <laughs> yeah, that right. you order. You don't go anywhere. You just have the bowl come to you. Yeah, I remember yeah. those
1: early days of the pandemic, the bowl being delivered to my house. Mm-hmm. And wondering, That's right. I guess yeah. I'll just
2: do that. Just leave the bowl in the front door. Don't touch the. <laughs> don't
1: touch anything. I'll build it myself. <laughs> yeah. And then just days and days of riding the bull, kind of (laughs) in silence, sad, the tears streaming down
2: my face. But But now you found you learned so much about yourself. Oh my God. You didn't realize you were baking, you were bull riding, you (laughs) were thinking, you were quiet. You know, Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, now talking about it, I don't know. I mean, I asked you, like, when was the last time you were on a bull? Like, yeah, was, everyone's done it. I've never done
2: it. Yeah, no, you don't. You, yeah, neither, none of none of us here <laughs> seem like are giving off real bull rider energy. Annalise, have you ever been on a bull?
1: Never, a but mechanical I,
2: wouldn't, bowl? I wouldn't rule it out. Okay, right. You wouldn't rule it out. It's a good answer.
1: I wouldn't last one second on a mechanical bull. I would absolutely be thrown, and yeah. not in a
2: fun way. It would be a way that ruins the party. Yeah, yeah, no, it wouldn't be fun. Sometimes it's fun. But I don't think that'd be fun. It feels like, it seems like it requires a set of muscles that I don't use. You know what I mean? Like when you think about what somebody doing it well. Right. It's not a part of my body that I'm like accessing.
1: I don't even know what, I I mean, I think it's literally all of your body. You've got to have the finger strength. You've got to have the arm strength. Your thighs are
2: absolutely gripping that ball. That's right. That's right. Gripping the ball in a way that's like, not with respect. You know what I mean? <laughs> not tasteful. No, not tasteful. Certainly not There's tasteful. There's anger involved. You sort of have to transition anger into your thighs like a yoga instructor would tell you to do, but in reverse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do yoga instructors say, put anger in your thighs? Yeah,
2: they don't say that, but I do. I will say, and I like doing yoga. Um, and at one point I was doing a lot of it. They say things. That, that are not allowed to be said in any other context. And you're so right there, like she'll say like, and just like, just forgive your hips right now. And you're like, that's right, I'll just forgive my hips. <laughs> and and if somebody were to say that on the street, you would either laugh or like maybe go to slap them or something. But like, but in that moment, you're like, Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course I should forgive
1: I'm my gonna hips. let go of this yeah. decades-long grudge with my <laughs> hips. <laughs> Today's the day
2: we put this thing. <laughs> To bed. I don't think about my hips that often. No, and when you're doing yoga, you do. And that's the right. point of it, I think, is to like think about your hips, forgive them, apologize. <laughs> it's like... <laughs>
1: um, and so you used to do yoga a lot, and you've given up. Is that what I I'm hearing? I feel like
2: there was a lot put into my mouth right there. <laughs> but, and, and yes, I, <laughs> you nailed it. Well, um, no, I, I did a lot of yoga at one point. You know, I just really—I'll get right into it. I, I was a cigarette smoker in my twenties. Okay, and I quit smoking like on the dot, like thirty. Like I was really? like not turkey, go. basically. Wow, yeah, basically. And I think I had tried twice for like six months or nine months or something, and that's really defeating—is to like go cold for like six months and mm-hmm. then put oh, that thing. Boy. You know? Oh yeah. Um, and then so what I started doing was swimming. In this is like 1953. It's, it feels so <laughs> old well, So you're long 140 years old. Year, yeah. I'm a hobbit. I don't know if that's <laughs> clear from a podcast standpoint. Um and uh and I started swimming at the Y, and then I started um doing a lot of yoga. And in some ways, I don't know if it's just some kind of like mental trick, but Put sucking on a cigarette after you've gone swimming for an hour feels really self-defeating. It's like pooping after you shower or something. It's like you do it's like y'all just hold the poop for a couple of hours. Um, just so it's not so, you know, just like immediately yeah. demolishing what you've done. Right, right. All that soap. And so um, I would swim and I would be so tired that I would, wouldn't want to say, in your lungs feel, you know, huge. And so, and then I did a lot of yoga, and and that was the way I would. Every time I wanted to smoke a cigarette, I would do like fifteen minutes of yoga. Wow! Yeah, like ten minutes of yoga,
1: just breathing heavy things. Yeah, things I think that so. make you
2: focus on your lungs. Combined with really not wanting to be a smoker. Anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. It's but I miss it. Oh, like when I <laughs> when I smell a cigarette, I have like a Pavlovian like because I was I was such a asshole in my 20s and I like sort of like oh I remember that guy like,
1: like <laughs> yeah it's tied up with all of these fond memories of <laughs> yeah. life being full of possibilities yeah, yeah and exactly a oh, late yeah. nights out with friends smoking on the corner
2: yeah and you might associate with like you know Hong Kong cinema or like, oh yeah a very you know, cool like that, yeah. of course there's yeah. a little edge of, yeah so but now, we'd say goodbye to that guy. Now me, it's just LaCroix and yoga. <laughs> Which are also have their edge. Right. And their place in Hong Kong cinema. <laughs> right. And, and what I mean by that is I smoke LaCroix. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds extremely dangerous. Yeah, and it feels in like, like a spoon be, like meth. That's a
1: TikTok trend just yes. waiting to happen. Oh my God.
2: Just La, boiling but it all the LaCroix spoon. Like execs are thinking right now in their cars like, wait a minute, that's that. can we. Is that.
1: They've probably hit the ceiling with sales with normal Lacroix yeah, usage, yeah. so they're this like, is, "We've got to find another yeah, way." This is
2: expansion. This Get is people a new.
1: mainlining this stuff. Free base. They'll come out with like
2: a corporate response saying not to do it. Please don't. Just, yeah. Please, <laughs> please, don't. But if you do, all new Lacroix spoons will be available at your local supermarket.
1: <laughs> it's not a bad idea, Lacroix. You've been looking for that new edge. Yeah. yeah. Now let me ask you about beginning smoking. Was that was it? Was it like a peer pressure situation? Was it a thing like, well, maybe I'll just start smoking? It was even more
2: shameful. It was for like a graduate film that oh, I had uh, that I had agreed to do. And I was think I was 19 and they needed a guy who could skateboard. Okay. And so all I had to do was skateboard down the street. I didn't even have like a good role in this thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember they were like, it would be cool if you if you smoked a cigarette or something like that. Cause <laughs> Everybody knows skateboarding and cigarettes. Right. Cool. You had sunglasses yeah, on. Yeah, Born so. to Be Wild was playing. <laughs> yeah. Probably no sleeves, I'm guessing. <laughs> um, and uh, Born to Be Wild was definitely playing. And uh, I remember they sent the wardrobe girl to come teach me how to smoke a cigarette.
0: And wow. so I had, I smoked
2: like five cigarettes <laughs> for, <this one. laughs> for like, you know, for free, for right. zero money, for a movie that will, nobody will ever see. Of
1: course, this was…
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decades ago. And by at the end of that, I was like, I can smoke a cigarette now. And then the next time I think I was, you know, around cigarettes, I was like, give me one. And then wow. I was a cigarette smoker for about nine years. So, when she was
1: teaching you, was it like how to hold it in your hand? How to just inhale yeah. in general?
2: And I remember she she was uh, gross. <laughs> 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 and and i and she just didn't seem like the kind of person she seemed unhealthy and bitter and you know and um and so i'm learning and she smelled you know like cigarettes cuz she was a smoker i mean who's the person that you're like hey send that person to Get go to cigarette them. coach yeah. <laughs> not not to be you know pejorative about cigarette smokers cuz like i said i miss right. it and i and i do think it's cool <laughs> teens are you listening yeah. I do respect people who smoke more than people who don't, <laughs> and I I'm gonna think light there's up probably right untold health benefits that uh, <laughs> we've yet to discover because of cultural bias. <laughs> uh, so I'm really trying to play both sides. Right oh, of course. Yeah. So of course. Um, you can't alienate anyone. These no, days. right. So um, and then you just smoke because you're dumb and you're insecure, right? And you need. Now you look at your phone, of but, course. but then you, you needed some reason to step outside. A for little five. something to do with your hands. Yeah, a little something to do with your hands, a little reason to take deep breaths. So why not inhale tar <laughs> <laughs> and corporate, you know? Right. And so those
1: first five cigarettes, what was the, I've never smoked a cigarette before. Good.
2: Uh, Is today the day?
1: Today's the day. I hope that <laughs> hopefully the rest of this episode, we find a giant carton of cigarettes in a bag or something. Oh. I feel like some people are like initially kind of lightheaded or
2: nauseous when they smoke. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like vomit, vomitous, wow. lightheaded. Yeah. It's a terrible thing to do. I can't imagine. <laughs> I mean, you should, it should be actionable to take a 19-year-old who's on a skateboard, <laughs> who was hired because he could skateboard. Because so, he's very cool. Yeah. because He, he <laughs> just has one thing missing. I mean, you have, you, a child. I probably had like a little spinny fan on my hat or something, <laughs> you know, like to bring him to the side of the tent. Because we were on a tent. We were outside of Okie Dog. I don't know if Okie Dog still exists. Oh, but I've heard of Okie Dog. It may not still, it may not okay. exist anymore. But it was a, um also gross hot dog place um, <laughs> that involved hot dogs being chopped up and put inside of a tortilla with refried beans. And oh, that yes.
1: Order. That's Go. why I've heard
2: of this. That yeah. doesn't sound good at all to yeah. me. I mean, I, I'm sure they offer vegan options. And, sure. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> various. <laughs> still not getting any better for me. but Yeah. Um, and then they, and so we were outside of Okie Dog, you know, at three o'clock in the morning for a night shoot. And I was just there to skate, to ride a skateboard. <laughs> and next thing I know, <laughs> I have, you know, precancerous <laughs> habits.
1: Eating hot dogs and smoking cigarettes yeah. and just living the life every 20 year old dreams. Right.
2: Of- yeah. I mean, at this age now, I can't imagine looking at a 19 year old and being like, I'm going to Instill something in you that will take you a decade <laughs> to fight.
1: Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. And was the
2: film uh, produced and directed by other students? Yeah, I think it was one of those things. I think I was, you know, I was a theater kid at UCLA, and I it was one of those things that people were looking for graduate films right. and things to get on the reel or get of you know, course, your feet of went. course. And uh, it was worth it. And <laughs> absolutely, have and you it worked seen out. the
1: film in the last? five years I, I don't think
2: i ever saw the film wow and you probably but, don't want to well i think it'll probably come out soon <laughs> it's been and in I development think it'll do, i think it'll do quite well in today's market <laughs> 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 is my is my guess and i have no reason um to believe that but i just feel like this is this is gonna work this out. this is for the me. time this yeah. is the time and
1: so you skateboard do you a- actually skateboard
2: i did i don't okay. I, the the cost benefit Mm-hmm. Uh, calculus of skateboarding in your thirties and forties really changes. <laughs> right, the, go, I do surf uh, quite a lot. Um, terrible, okay. But I've been surfing for my whole life, but you're still terrible. I'm still terrible. It's one of those things. It's like, <laughs> do you have anything like that where you're like you've been doing oh, I mean, it forever? Almost everything, and you're no, but you've been doing it forever, oh, and yeah. you're okay with. <laughs> I'm not
1: kidding. <laughs> I, I kind of can't tell you one thing that I'm like, oh, I'm an ex I started
2: young, and now I'm an expert. No, but something you do a lot. That you're like the ceiling for me is already touching the top of my head, and and I've been touching it for a, several years.
1: Video games. Video, Video games, games are something I play so much. Do you? And I, I'm still bad.
2: Really? Still, Why? Is, but but you love it.
1: I still have a good time doing it. But right. like the moment I'm like playing like a, a game with another person, yeah. I'm like oh, I'm.
2: I guess I'll just never be good at this. <laughs> yeah, it becomes fine. clear your shame is public. Right. 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 Um, well, with with surfing. I there are days out there you might see me and think okay that guy can do a thing he's, sure he does the thing that we were talking about other other days a lot of days you might be like that's cool that that guy's trying something new <laughs> <laughs> and it's like twenty five years <laughs> in the making <laughs> you're like, look wow, he's he, on vacation and <laughs> thought he would try that right? oh honey look he bought a board three hours ago <laughs> he got he invested way too
1: much into this yeah. thing uh,
2: <laughs> should we help. <laughs> <laughs> I have my finger on nine one one just in case. Let's keep an eye on it.
1: When you're when you say do do a thing on a surfboard, what do you mean? Is that like a trick? Is that like? Oh no, I mean I. That's the thing about
2: it is it is private. Generally private. You go with friends <laughs> sometimes, but you can also go alone, which I do. Right. Because I go early. I'm a five a.m. Okay. Guy. Sure. Sure. Um, I have one buddy that I go with quite a bit, but a lot of times it's alone. And then it's just all dependent on the waves. And in LA County, we kind of have crappy waves. Right. So if you were shame. to live in San Diego, Orange County, or Hawaii or mm-hmm. Mexico or something, or Santa Barbara, even, you get much better waves. But here there it's all just what we call grovel. You're just grovel? To, yeah, you're just kind of groveling. Okay. Yeah. But it's good for you. It's sure. sort of meditative. And then You feel cool. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Yeah. Get a cigarette in your mouth and you're on top of the world. (laughs) Yeah. Do you ever travel to surf? Um, I've surfed Hawaii. I've surfed um, up and down California. I have never surfed Mexico, actually, which is a weird thing um, for somebody who surfed this long. Right, right. Um, But there's great waves in Mexico and it's warm.
1: Where is Hawaii kind of
2: the destination for surfing? 1,000%. I mean, some people might say, no, yeah, it's Hawaii. (laughs) It's the center of the universe. yeah. But yeah, that's something I'm bad at, um, or generally not as good as you would absolutely scientifically think. <laughs> right. Um, and another thing like that is guitar and piano. Like I, I Because I'm an Asian American kid, you know, in California, I took piano or violin. R- sure, it sure. one of the two, or you just get sent to an island, I think. <laughs> and um, so I took piano lessons for 11 years, and I'm so bad at Me, piano. I d- took piano lessons for about the same amount
1: of time. Don't got it? Absolutely so bad at it. Don't got it, yeah. I mean, I I could like form a chord. Sure, exactly. But I can't sight read. No, I've been at the same level Mm -hmm. since like
2: 93.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I started, I probably learned for the first three years and then immediately, I mean, I began resenting it very quickly. Mm -hmm. I then was mad that I had to go to piano
2: lessons. Yes.
1: And learned nothing for seven to eight years shut that
2: door in your brain yes
1: yes. which is such a shame (laughs) yeah such a shame i'd love to be at a nordstrom and sit down at the piano
2: and play for the other shoppers Yes. and our piano teacher hated me (laughs) and my mom was um convinced she could find him a wife and so (laughs) so every week she would present him with new candidates to marry uh did you ever have piano recitals yes and, we, and I did them with my brother. Sometimes we had duets. Oh, my God. And they were horrifying and <laughs> terrible. And uh, they would dress us the same. Oh, and... that's adorable. No, it's a form of slow torture <laughs> over months. And then, I don't know if you ever did this, but um, there was like an aptitude test we would also take. No. So yeah. it sounds like you went to a much better piano teacher than I did. I don't know why they would do that, but it was a way of like sig- like signifying your level. So, you, right. you know, like standardized testing or, so- or something. Sure, sure. God, I hated it. God, wow I'm did you Would you
1: time. pass the tests though?
2: Pro- I probably only did two, and yes, but um, with a lot of anger and <laughs> and I like my brain is so attached to the mm-hmm. emotional you, place of you were
1: not proud to pass the test. No, just, no, like, and I,
2: I I vaguely remember literally falling asleep during lessons. So I think my <laughs> <laughs> my teacher was. You know, my teacher was justified. Imagine like teaching somebody and then realizing they're asleep. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> what a
1: feeling. <laughs> now, was your brother on the same page, basically, or was he? Good? He was a violin
2: oh, guy, and then do, he.
1: So you weren't like at the same piano playing. No, and then
2: he also had to take piano for a moment. Um, so he oh was. Oh my god! No, none, none of this was consensual. <laughs> this is all. This is all completely non-consensual parenting. Did you get to pick the
1: songs you would play at the recital? No, no, no. Wow. Yeah. So no. You, you did go to a a an objectively better piano teacher than me. We got to pick the songs. Oh, got it. We were all over the place. So it was like
2: Forever Your Girl by Paula Abdul <laughs> and <it> was like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's not that far from oh, really? uh, the one I can really remember is I played I'll be there for you, mm-hmm. the Friends
2: theme song. Oh, I'll be there. I was thinking about the Bon Jovi version. Oh, interesting. Oh yeah, so you're playing TV theme
1: song. Yes. Bridger. <laughs> uh started like from like second to fourth grade I was playing like the big hits from the Disney movies and then got into I was like I'll play I'll I'll be there for you yeah that was the last. I think that was probably like I topped out. But that's out.
2: functional. You know what I mean? That means you're thinking uh, in the future, you're thinking I'm going to play this at parties. <laughs> this is this is something that's going to come in handy because I'm sure viewing that's going parties, handy. Yeah, that sort of thing, right. welcoming people in. If if they ever come out with an announcement from friends, "Hey, we uh lost the person who normally played that every week <laughs> and we need someone to play it." You you were ready. <laughs> I was absolutely ready you to were go prepared. should the
1: Rembrandt's be canceled and uh, they needed a pianist to kind of step in and play the song for Live the show every, every week.
2: Thursday because that's how they did
1: it. warmed that, that, up the audience with my uh, my piano stylings.
2: Very few people nationwide were ready and and yet <laughs>
1: There you are. I would love for that show to start with a, just a piano version of the song. It's not too late,
2: Friends creators. There's always a reboot. Yeah, and that would be a reason for to get everybody back. Oh, absolutely. That yeah. would be the only reason. <laughs> hey, we had an idea. Call me back. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a lot of money.
1: <laughs> but, but But we do have a pianist who Pretty. can play the first... The, the opening riff. Um, hey, Lisa. Um, <laughs>
2: I know you're busy and you're in Europe, but um, we found this guy. <laughs> you're not you going to believe this. i have never heard
1: anything like this before.
2: Um, one of my producers was listening to a podcast and we found this guy. <laughs> He's ready to go.
1: <laughs> uh, it's never too late. It's never <laughs> too scripts, late. Sets and you. <laughs> um, well, that's very exciting to hear. I, uh, it's nice to hear another person who took years of piano and uh, has almost
2: nothing to show for it. That's right. It's it's good to spend time on something that you have no receipts from. And I, I also <laughs> think it's generally good to um, be sort of like decent to mediocre at a couple of things that you do regularly. I think R- sure. I think that's healthy. And I think that's probably I'm going to be ageist here, but I think that's something that maybe younger people aren't doing as much because they have so many other. Things to do, right? They've, like, they've got a whole map of things. Yeah, sure. You're, you're just. What am I? What else am I going to do? I'll just go play bad piano for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to just kind of struggle through something and be like, "Well, I did it." Yeah. What about Minecraft? What's Minecraft? <laughs> that that's the person from the future who
1: came back <laughs> to talk to you. <laughs> um. Well, speaking of struggling and having a hard time doing things, I imagine you have a slightly hard time following directions. I. I host a podcast uh, that you're currently on called I Said No Gifts, and you agreed to be on it a few weeks ago. And I was so excited. I thought, Rings Kelvin's, a bell. Uh, Kelvin's so funny. This will be a delightful time in the backyard. And then we'll get to kind of go our separate way, ways with fond memories of one another. So I was a little surprised, a little, I won't say upset, but I, uh, shaken. I wasn't even shaken. I'll just say, I, Things went through my mind when you entered my backyard holding a brown bag with some, I'll say it, delicious tissue popping out of the top of it. It's green, it's white, as it sparkles all over it. You can eat it. Uh, <laughs> I will be swallowing both pieces on this podcast. Will listen to me die. Uh, I was a little surprised to see you with this bag. Uh, so I have to ask, is this a gift for me?
2: It is. Okay. And you should know that I... I don't like your rules, and I don't care about your uh, <laughs> You should know that, if it's not clear enough.
1: So you, this is guns ablazing. Yeah. Let's just be upfront about it.
2: It's not an edible gift, and yet I want you to eat it. <laughs> and you will eat it. You came here as an assassin.
1: Let's just be very clear. <laughs> A
2: terrible assassin that slowly <laughs> watches his victims eat. The
1: least accurate assassin on
2: the planet. <laughs> Yeah, just not
1: batting a high average. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a gift
1: giving us average. He has never heard of a sniper rifle, but has plenty of gift bags to go around. Uh, well, should I open this here on the podcast?
2: I think you should. I think that would be fantastic.
1: Look, I'm not, I'm not going to... This little game of chicken we're playing, I'm going to keep just driving the car down the road, and I'm going to open the gift.
2: Viewers are going to love it. <laughs>
1: Let's uh, get this tissue. Ooh, that's a nice light tissue. Not the first time
2: you've done oh, that. Okay. <laughs> you do have a podcast, apparently.
1: Oh, I've got a podcast, baby. We've got all the tissue out. And yeah. I'm now... Okay, there are two objects yeah. here. The first... Should I take this one out yeah. first? The first I'm saying... Oh, first I thought it was just toilet paper. It's not just
2: toilet paper. But now
1: I'm saying it's Sanrio brand <laughs> it's, toilet yes. paper.
2: Do you know this character? Uh, I don't... I think I might know this character. Yeah. Actually. Is this the egg yolk? It's the egg yolk. Yeah, his name is Gudetama.
1: And I've always been curious about him. I first became aware of him. There was like a crossover with a hamburger restaurant. Sure. <laughs> uh, but I don't, at the time, I don't, I don't think I knew he was a Sanrio character.
2: Yeah, he's very popular.
1: He's part of the Hello Kitty family? I don't
2: know if he's part of that family. I mean, maybe he's trying to be in that family and right. hasn't yet succeeded, but today could be a big step. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just, just takes a little a little promotional push. Absolutely, little platform.
1: And so, I wasn't aware that Sanrio had
2: separate universes. I wasn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're mistaking me for an employee of the Sanrio Corporation, but I you will You brought say- me
1: Sanrio, branded. <laughs> I
2: did bring you Gudetama. So, he... And I might be pronouncing that wrong, but I did look it up. His gude gude, I think, is how you pronounce it. Is a uh, like a term for lazy in Japanese. Okay. And, um, tamago means egg, okay, so he's, right, right. he's lazy egg. Okay. So um, because you know, I, I can I can say this. I think Asian people like to decide who's lazy and who's not, <laughs> really, <laughs> based on my parental upbringing. <laughs> I think that's really it's really important to figure out oh this character's not lazy. <laughs> this character is lazy. Well this I will speak for everyone
1: this egg is clearly lazy. Yeah,
2: he's clearly lazy. He's the
1: laziest little egg in the world. You'll never
2: see him working. No. Yeah. Or even like looking for work. <laughs> you know, like it's one thing to not work, it's another thing if you're looking.
1: Right. Actively
2: he's, like going to the temp yeah, agencies, this sort of No, thing. He, he's never. Yeah, even when you ask him what he's up to it's not a good answer.
1: I mean, I I will but I will I'm going to try to
2: Feel what this character is feeling. He looks also clinically depressed. You know, that's more empathic than I think most people have been (laughs) to him over the course of his career.
1: He looks like he doesn't care if he lives or dies.
2: No, I think that's really what's going on. It should be clinically depressed egg, whatever that Japanese. (laughs) Harder to sell. (laughs) Yeah. Harder to sell. Harder to sell. But he is adorable. And he does come in plush toys Mm -hmm. and stickers and apparently now toilet paper. Toilet paper.
1: Uh, design character design wise, I have notes about the. Egg. Let's
2: do them because I'm sure they're listening, and we can put them in email form.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will type this up later. later. Annalise is taking notes as yeah. well. Sanrio Corp uh, will send these these to HQ. But the yoke, he is the yoke on top of the white. He's that's almost right. using the white as a blanket. That's true. I think that's what's going on. Which shows, for to me, the Sanrio Corporation has a fundamental misunderstanding of how. An egg even works.
2: So this is more of a bio, biological note. Right. Yeah, so it's yeah. like
1: the egg is all one piece. Is that true? <laughs> is that true? Well, I, I work for Big Egg.
2: I uh, <laughs> have kind of an egg farm. Yeah, you're here with an agenda and I can hear it <laughs> and nobody's buying this. Uh, I, think he, I think the egg... We're going to make up science right now. I yes, like I think that that's... List. I mean, that we won't be the first podcast to do it. I think the egg is the embryonic material. Okay, And right. the yolk around him is like some type of sack that feeds the, the embryo. Feeds, oh, no one will ever eat an egg again. <laughs> and, and you don't... Know, yeah, I don't think these are the kinds of things you want to have in your brain. Yeah, you have to push accessible. these things away. Absolutely. Anytime you're eating an animal product. Absolutely. And we wonder why he's depressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he knows something that we all just push down. Absolutely push, down. push yeah. away. Yeah. So uh, I wonder how he gets around. Oh, does he fly around like a flying I mean, saucer? You're, it's pretty revealing that you have never been depressed. <laughs> because <laughs> when you're depressed, you're not going anywhere. You're not,
1: I'm crawling along the kitchen floor. In today's
2: world, you're ordering in
1: your. How does he. What I'm asking is how does he get from the couch to the bed?
2: Uh, he. I think he has figured it out because I think the bed is with him all the time. That's the Uh, point of,
1: yeah. How does he lay in the shower crying? How does he lie, sit still quietly Why why
2: go after a Gudetama here? (laughs) here.
1: (laughs) Because he danced onto my (laughs) podcast. And now I've got questions that everyone was begging to be answered.
2: I will say Japanese culture um, is fond of personifying food. Like, there's a lot of, like, to... sushi, plush oh, toys. When and... you go
1: to Japan, you mm-hmm. see a lot of that. Have you been? I have. I've been yeah. once. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they are delightful characters yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And, and, food, and like, surreal is... and
2: kind of, like, almost psychedelic level, like, imagination of, like, how, right. they, you know.
1: I yeah. mean, for example, a depressed egg. A depressed
2: egg. That's totally fine to wipe your ass with, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I want? <laughs> uh, have you been to Japan? Been a couple times, but it's been a while. Okay. I think the last time I went was over 10 years ago. Where did you go in Japan? I went to, I've been to Osaka, okay. Kobe, Yokohama, and Tokyo. And wow, a city called Nara. Brag. Yeah, I was hoping you would ask this. Um, this is why <laughs> I requested that you ask this. <laughs>
0: this um, was the but I will email. say, I don't
2: know if we have a moment for this, but I used to work for a Japanese barbecue restaurant. Which one? Yukaku on oh, I opened that location, Brag.
1: What did you do there? I was a waiter. Okay,
2: wonderful. And um, apparently, I wasn't. I wasn't a bad waiter because they wanted to be a man. Me to be a manager. Oh, I love to hear this. So they sent me to Japan for seven days. What? And on a corporate trip, and I pretended to want to be a manager so I could go of to Japan for seven days. And Gukaku has like twenty or thirty locations. Let's say in America, there's eight hundred fifty in Japan.
1: Okay. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, they're
2: like Starbucks. Right. They're on every corner. And so there was this big giant, like, um, corporate, uh, how do you say, like, conference where five locations, one, like, location. It was almost like the Oscars. And there was <laughs> fake smoke. No. And, and each one came out. And the first one comes out, and I have an earwig in so I can hear an English translator. This is incredible. And the first one comes out, and there's, like, 10 people that work at this this location, and they're dancing to Kiss Me by six None and the Richer. <laughs> And it's like, go kiss me. And they, and they all hit the stage. And then the first person starts talking. Or the only person. And they start showing like profit and loss graphs. And he's… I'm not going to do the impression because I can't speak Japanese. But he's doing like impassioned uh-huh. Japanese. And over the course of like 45 minutes, he starts screaming and crying. Oh my god. About, and But in my ear, it's going like… And then we introduced a happy hour… <laughs> In June, that raised profits. <laughs> that raised Kieran draft beer profits by 5%. And, and he's like, ah, ah! And he's crying tears, it's not 100% true. I was with one other guy. And we were looking at each other like, we need to leave <laughs> or stay forever. This has um, gone from conference to cult. Crazy. And then, so then we take a break and we think, okay, that's wild. And then the second presentation happens, same thing. Another song and the... Sp- this time, this woman she started crying, and, oh and so what it turned out to be was like this ritualized kind of like um, situation where they were essentially competing over passion for oh, the company. Sure. They wanted to prove they, they wanted, were the employee that loved the company. And I don't and know loves. if it's been like this forever or if like one year <laughs> somebody just like took the took the you know like took the the way the wheels of the reins off and just went buck wild, <laughs> and now everybody is forced to scream and cry. But, it, you know, in your ear, it was like, and then we realized that the skirt steak was the most popular. And, and the, the translator had no interest in mimicking the emotion. But, there
1: is nothing better than the cool, calm, collected nature of a translator. Like, <laughs> yeah. while, like, you'll see, like, that like um sign language translators right. at a concert or whatever and they're just like I'm here to do my job yeah. deliver the information with no bias. That's right.
2: I'm not an actor. I'm here to just tell you what the this Israeli Palestine uh, conversation <laughs> right. is. the text. I love
1: it's truly the best thing in the world. And these people are the most professional.
2: Oh, yeah. And, and and they should probably be paid more, I'm assuming, and be uh, more famous. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that was my trip. That was my most That's recent amazing. trip. amazing. It was like I mean, 12 but years ago. You should never go back.
1: There, nothing's no, going to top nothing's that. Nothing's
2: going to top that. That was the best.
1: Also, I love... Go- Do you like going on a business trip when it's just... Yes. You're not paying for any element of it. It feels
2: incredible. The best. Uh, 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 like a crappy Marriott room oh. that you didn't pay for. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you get to be there guilt-free. Yeah. You just don't have to worry about a thing. Yeah, A beer in the Phoenix airport for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Watching That's like a college basketball game that you don't care about next to some like, <laughs> engineering <laughs> conference <laughs> attendee. What's
1: better? That is what we all live for. That's what we live for. <laughs> so you went to this conference. Did you do anything else while there?
2: Um, not on that trip, but I did go with my mom once and we did some of that like natural hot spring stuff, which is oh, also really I would Oh, lo- I've never done one of those. It's great. It's sort of like eating an egg. You have to turn <laughs> off the fact that there's like geisha doll level, oh, you know, sure, or sure. servants walking right. around making your night like very pleasant. and Yes. Um, I guess we kinda do that here too in terms right. of like bus boys and you know, people not being paid what they should right.
1: kind of treating
2: service people yeah. badly. Yeah. yeah. Basically. In Japan it's they're they're not hiding anything. It's <laughs> pretty much in your face. There was, you know, there's there's women at the front door that are basically like, you know, uh Ripley's like wax figurine level still. Oh you really? walk right by them and
1: that's fascinating. Yeah. Um Okay, so I have this. What what was the decision making
2: logic behind this toilet paper? A little race based. I assumed <laughs> I assumed you hadn't gotten like a lot of like international gifts. Or oh, something. sure, and sure. My wife and I go to. Do you go to Sautel ever? Uh, I love. Pretty I, far. I love.
1: There's so much good Japanese food down there that I'm always tempted to go. But then I think, oh, that's an hour away. Easily. Yeah. But when you get there and you're having ramen or what have you, and it's like there's just outside of, well, I guess you can go to Torrance. is also apparently good for Japanese food. Well done. Uh, Well done, Bridget. A lot of people don't talk about Torrance. (laughs) See, Torrance is another thing that's constantly tempting me. Yes. uh, Because there's good food there great food uh but again an hour away and also yes god bless torrance but not uh not we're not there for sightseeing <laughs> Oh really? It's large. Oh, you're not <laughs> go there to see like the Toyota factory or whatever or Taco Bell headquarters. Um, I think
2: it's on the cover of the Fodors LA uh, 2023 edition. <laughs> it's kind of the new hot spot for travelers. <laughs> yeah. <It's... laughs> um, no, it is sort of a culinary secret spot for right. sure. Um, Japanese, Vietnamese, Chinese, Korean. Yes. Um, there's a great Peruvian Japanese place in Torrance. Oh really? Kotosh. I will plug here i
1: will say i just learned of peruvian chinese because there's yeah. a place in eagle rock called chifa chifa yeah which i haven't been to yet but people rave about yeah
2: i mean chifa just means is just the word for chinese food in Peru. oh that's right yeah. that's my wife right. is half peruvian oh fantastic. we eat a lot of, and she's half japanese
1: so you were familiar with peruvian asian fusion before
2: I, that's why we sought it out so okay. this place but torrance in general is like Fantastic sautel, but you guys have downtown over here and downtown Little Tokyo. is okay, but not, I, I don't think it's as good as Sottel.
1: Sautel is kind of the place to be if you want really great food. Yeah.
2: But I digress. So the the um the reason why is because there's a place called Daiso, which is okay. kind of like a of 99 course. cent store. I love yeah. Daiso. Um so they they sell all kind of like I don't know. It's really cheap, kind of very functional. You mm-hmm. might want to open the next one. <laughs> okay, let me get into here. <laughs> let me get into this. Oh, I put the tissue back in the bag, so we'll have to have a
1: reopening of the tissue.
2: Wow, now it sounds like too much tissue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and now the podcast is over. The listeners turned away. <laughs> okay, so this is... A, when I opened the toilet paper, I knew what was going on, but now I've opened a product that is absolutely horrifying. This is... A, I'll try to describe what we're looking at here. It's it the only English on it is for men and before after and then there's a man with two things shoved up his nostrils. he's screaming, his eyes are wide uh and then there's a i'm going to I'm going to guess at what this is yeah. is this a nose hair remover? It is because there's a little like basically like a plastic q tip or like a what do you stick in the golf
2: swab or oh and Oh, a tea? A golf tea? Yeah, a yes. Golf it tea looks like a size. golf tea. That's right.
1: You stick up your nose, and then it apparently does it have glue on the end.
2: It does have some type of waxy glue. Have you used one of these? No. Richard, <laughs> this is <laughs> see.
1: This is another assassin
2: attempt. Yeah, it... <laughs> this could You're easily going to kill a man. Um, no, and I think it's one of these things. It's interesting because it's very Japanese. Obviously, mm-hmm. the gentleman on the cover is not Japanese. He looks
1: maybe Italian.
2: It says made in Turkey on the box somewhere. Oh, he looks, yeah, he's probably Turkish. Yeah, uh, I, I wonder uh, how many people auditioned for that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who drove to Santa Monica and got in front of a casting director. Yeah, they're
2: on hold. (laughs) Babe, I think I'm going to get this one. I finally got pinned for the nose hair The guy asked me to do it again. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, and then I think you hold it in there. This is my guess. I don't read Japanese. So I think you hold it in there for a number of seconds and then you rip it out. And then voila. Wow. Yeah, I wonder if Japanese men, I mean, because it's only for men, as it I says I know, this on the is box. a
1: real, let's be, uh, Japan is ignoring a whole segment of the population that also has nose hair. Yeah. Women, I'm speaking to you, you can have nose hair too. Yes. It's 2022 and women have nose That's hair. That's right. Just
2: don't use this product. <laughs> <laughs> because this is pH balanced. Strictly for boys. That's right. And, um, but I wonder how much nose hair, maybe they have, maybe it's a nationwide nightmare that they're <laughs> that they're confronting with this product. <laughs> but I do, I also think you can use it for ears. Oh, and sure. And for other things like uh, fingers and things like
1: that. And it, I, I'm looking at the back. It looks like it comes with a little pot of wax.
2: It does come with a little pot of wax. And uh, alarmingly, all of the writing is in red. Yeah. So I just. R- <laughs> <laughs> this could all be a warning. It's a, it's a huge six paragraph warning in Japanese that neither of us can read. But I'm sure it's fine. What could go wrong?
1: I will also say it looks, I I mean, again, largely Japanese, but it does say 500 and 600W, which I would assume is 500 watt. But I can't, if this is an electric product.
2: Let's go ahead and assume that's an electrical unit of measurement. (laughs) (laughs) We know so little. And can read so
1: little. I mean, this will be a real uh, learning. Oh, the garbage truck is coming through, yeah. listener. I don't know if you're hearing that, but that's exciting for you. My garbage is about to be taken away from me. For
2: those two to four-year-old listeners, this is going to be <laughs> really exciting. The truck is here. <laughs> the dump truck. Get out your toys. It's the only part of the podcast you care about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, this could be a real trial experience for me where I'm learning and uh injuring myself.
2: Do you do you have nose hair? I do have nose hair. I do too. And I hate it.
1: I nose hair is I guess it's necessary somehow biologically. I'm
2: sure it's I'm sure it's really necessary.
1: It's doing something maybe keeping dust from getting up your nose.
2: I'm sure there's a Netflix documentary about Uh, Oh yeah. I'm sure there
1: are (laughs) fourteen. Uh
2: but the nose hair murderer (laughs) 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 that you never somehow knew about.
1: (laughs) Um Nose hair is an interesting thing from... Re- I learned a few years ago, and this is, was not from any official source. Okay. The garbage truck. Let's just let them take the garbage. Annalise, should we let them take the garbage before we continue here?
2: They might be auditioning for a garbage truck show.
1: Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> or their own podcast, the Garbage <laughs> yeah. Truck
2: Podcast. We lucked out with your neighbor, though. I yeah. mean... Do you know what they're building?
1: No idea. It's a great mystery. It's in a back room, so it could be any, any sort of dark
2: Definitely thing. permitted.
1: <laughs> we can assume they yeah, went through absolutely. all of the paperwork. Right. They right. paid of the course. 30 grand for the They're product. probably going to be running an illegal salon out of there. <laughs> yeah. the, nah, ooh, garbage. And we can keep this audio. I'm happy to keep all of this. We're just chatting about the garbage truck for a minute. The world is moving. This is the thrill of being outdoors when garbage... Is present and needs to be taken to another place to just sit for a thousand years. I don't even like to think about it. I don't even. <laughs> I just throw it out of my front goes. window
2: and just assume somebody <laughs> takes it to a sustainable place.
1: <laughs> Take care of this for me. <laughs> um, yeah, nose hair. Someone told me a few years ago you should not pluck nose hair because Shit. apparently, apparently your nose can become infected. Oh no! Uh, apparently, the like nose. Whatever's happening there is very sensitive, and so
2: what are you supposed to do? Shave it?
1: Well, so this is what happened. I, when I got my first writing job, when I first like got like my first paycheck, I'll tell you. Then this will really tell people something about me. I thought I'm going to spoil myself. I'm going to buy a nose hair trimmer. They cost fifteen dollars, so that was my big treat. Uh, I, like I was Finally, like a professional working right. Employee. You
2: associated groom being well groomed <laughs> with you're like enough with this.
0: <laughs>
1: Goodbye, so, old Bridger. I went down to Best Buy, spent fourteen ninety nine, and oh, it was wow. like, I'm really spoiling myself. Yeah. And it has. I've been. It hasn't changed much since then. That's yeah. how I live my life. <laughs> but I yet you use a nose hair trimmer, apparently, and they work. Very, they're very
2: effective. They're very affordable. I feel like Big Big Trimmer released <laughs> this information. Introduced me to that friend that yeah. gave me that information. Yeah, you know, plucking can kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly some high-level VP at a, at Best
1: Buy was like, I know what we'll do. <laughs> they were releasing posters that say the faces of plucking and just this could be you. In the
2: time it took you to look at this poster, 14 people have died from plucking their nose hair <laughs> by this trimmer.
1: I mean, I am of the thought of like, if I can think of it, it probably has happened. So I bet somebody yeah. has died of nose
2: hair plucking. Yeah, or we'll make sure it happens uh, yeah. before this was released. <laughs> you will. You've given me this product <laughs> with this screaming
1: Man on it. So you were at Daiso just kind of uh, when browsing.
2: We have young kids and it's easy to go oh. to Sautel to just pick up noodles or pick up. And so we're in that Daiso way too often. Right. And you also wonder like, who's buying like <laughs> this, you know, huge like a uh, uh, mango, like a like stuffed mango <laughs> right, right. with a funny face the on it. It feels so soft. It feels by the so way. soft. Forty nine ninety nine or whatever, but somebody's buying it. I I think, um, but they're doing business. People are kind of perusing. Um, and I just thought there's no way he's gotten Daiso. good good Daiso stuff, and that seemed also possibly like you might use it. Oh wow, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I should do with that information. I <laughs> no, I mean rather than rather than a, a keychain. Oh a, right, of, it's a useful know, thing. Right, useful a product cat or something.
1: Daiso feels like a good place to take kids.
2: Daiso is a good place, to be, except. Unless you want to have a screaming child who needs every item, you know, a breakdancing uh, <laughs> raccoon or something.
1: <laughs> I will say you you kind of compared Daiso to the 99 cent store, and I will say there's a vast difference. No, you're right.
2: That was unfair. To when both. I'm at
1: Daiso, I'm like, almost all of this feels remote,
2: I mean, kind of well made or practical. Yeah. yeah, except you wonder, there's a lot of face masks. That, oh, you, that sure. don't seem like FDA approved. <laughs> right. And then twice. like zip poppers that I have used actually that are pretty well well made, but I think they break after the sixth use. But, but you, you don't know, want a zip popper after six uses anyway. I like to hold on to just a things filthy. and just remember. <laughs> just go like, oh yeah, this was uh, the day Obama got elected. I, <laughs> <laughs> I used this. I popped <laughs> so many.
1: <laughs> it was a stressful time leading it up to that sh- moment. <laughs> we were all... Uh, but yeah, Daiso, I'll, I'll go in there and I, with the 99 cent store, I'm, I can go in and be like, I'm not going to buy anything in here. I'll just look at the insane things that are happening and then there'll be like a Christmas tree flavored Snickers or something. Yes. Uh, and, uh, but when I go into Daiso, I will walk away having spent money. I mean, there are, there are things in there that I'm like, oh yeah, if you were like, were a savvy shopper, yeah. you could probably go in here and really make a killing. Sure. But oh, then and- there are items that are like, shouldn't be buying this at a 99 cent right, store. That too. That too.
2: But I shouldn't I shouldn't be unfair. Many people, I'm sure, do their
1: oh, it's they've got all kinds, yeah. they do have a
2: rainbow of things. Yes. And a lot of it is good like usable stuff. And good branding, right? I mean, because not everything in there is 99 cents anymore. I'm sure once upon right. a time that was true, but now you're really thinking. Yeah. But it also uh, s for calling themselves well, a 99
1: i I've, I've hired a number of lawyers and none of the suits have stuck. Right. There, uh, there's a,
2: a disclaimer in the front window that is bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I bet there is. Yeah. I feel like ninety-nine. most of the 99 cent stores are now either it's 99 cents or
2: 5.99.
1: Those are like the yeah. two prices in those right. stores.
2: Right. And, I bet the CEO of 99 cent stores is like worth a trillion dollars. Oh, or something. I really think they are. Yeah. I think
1: that the, the company probably is problematic on some level where they're like gouging people where they shouldn't right. be gouged. Yeah, and yeah. Just, let's,
2: let, let's take them down.
1: I'm well, Again, <laughs> cool. the lawsuits. The lawsuits yeah. will not stick. You're
2: sort of a superhero of sorts. You're sort of do, <laughs> out there doing something that other people are too afraid to do. Thank you for saying by that. By suing the 99 cents.
1: Yes. thank you. I've poured so much of my own money into this. <laughs> right. I am hanging by a thread financially, and... Right. Meanwhile, 99 Cent continues to expand yeah.
2: and raise their prices. It's sort of a Hamilton Burr situation with yeah. <laughs> you you and the 99 Cent store. You can't figure out why they're thriving. Lynn <laughs> manuel is
1: going to write a rap musical about me and 99 Cent only. Uh, I do feel like there are a lot of stores around L.A. that are like the... the- Names of the stores will be so chaotic where it'll be like 99 cents and possibly more or right. like it, they really leave it open. It's
2: like, yeah. I'm just not going to go there They're because it seems like on. right, r- right. the prices could be in, in any direction. Unfortunately, the big 99 cent store is Amazon at this point. Oh I mean, yeah, just they basically... absolutely are just kind of a yeah, we, less we, than 99 cents. We all
1: just suck from that
2: teeth, don't we? Just uh, like without even thinking about it too much.
1: We're just trapped. Uh,
2: yeah, we're just trapped. Just give uh, me a yeah. huge box with like three dental flosses inside of it because I, cause I was bored and I realized I was out of dental floss. So we finally
1: find your hobby, buying dental floss. <laughs> I'm a hoarder. Uh, I'm a floss hoarder. Um, is there anything else at Daiso you've gotten that you found
2: useful? No, and the, never... I mean we we, <laughs> we have we have gotten like grooming type things, uh, like sure. um face masks and things like that, and they i honestly it's basically like if somebody wet a piece of bounty paper towel and put it on my face, you know what I mean and I'm like <laughs> uh, you know and it's like uh-huh. a fun thing to do with your partner or whatever, and like you know and my my wife's pretty smart, so I don't think she would do it if it was really that useless, but to me, it felt like. I was about to be microwaved, like like you know old Indian food or something. Right. Like they just put wet wet <laughs> right. paper just on. it just make my sure face. it doesn't splash. Yeah, <laughs> and then we did get um, a baby seal. That was not a real baby seal. <laughs> this oh, is the most valuable item of dice. If you knock on the back door, they are selling exotic animals for 99 cents.
1: I'm surprised more people don't own baby seals as pets. I
2: that feels yeah. like we're headed in that direction. Yeah, maybe this is a business opportunity we could pursue. Yeah, together. that you and I get together, <laughs> right. start capturing these baby seals. BabySeals.com. They um <laughs> no, we we got a stuffed plush baby seal like uh years ago just to like, just because it was hilarious. And um this is what you do when you have no kids and you're and you're not married yet. And then, so just put it on the bed and then our dog destroyed this thing. And it was just like the dirtiest, nastiest <laughs> mm-hmm. pillow that you could, you know, because it was, the idea of a baby seal is that it's like pristine white. Right. Like four hours later, this thing had like poop and, and <laughs> dirt and dog saliva and dog treats all over it. I was like, why did we buy that for like, $27 or Dog's ability
1: to make a, a toy look filthy is like, where is any of the, I thought you were a fairly clean animal and you're bringing substances to this toy that I've never seen you consume or yeah. on your body. But they love it more
2: the filthier it gets. Right. And so it's they hard to throw it out. Love to get it nice and smelly and right. so they can throw it around the room. It's interesting because they sort of fight that trajectory of the Bridger who... Uh, wanted to clean out his nose because he was finally a legitimate comedy writer. (laughs) And then you're like, oh, I'll get a dog and be like a domesticated adult. And then the dog brings that kind of destruction and and dirt into your house. It's exactly that. It's a two-way street. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, we love Daiso. And now I've got uh, this thing that could lead to my death. uh, And then some toilet paper, which is like, uh, who knows what ply of toilet paper
2: but, but it f- was just like bright red writing all over the back of that too. And we were just like, holy shit.
1: <laughs> just Japanese for please do not use. Oh, actually, I'm now picking up the toilet paper again and seeing kind of a humanoid version of the egg. Oh, wow. Which I, I think we found how that. he gets around, he morphs.
2: That looks like the canceled Broadway production of Guritama. Like they, <laughs> they, they tried, they did a six-week workshop and they just said, you know what? This is a bad idea and we should all just look at each other and nod.
1: Yes, uh, listener, you'll see this on Instagram. This is a very scary person that's kind of a in a yoke,
2: full body. What creative executive over at Sanrio? Someone's kid. Yeah, someone's somebody's kid. kid. <laughs> They're like getting some job. Yeah. We don't care what it is. No, I think that is someone's kid.
1: <laughs> I think that, I think that's a drawing
2: of someone's kid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Their shameful child that they kind of keep hidden away. <laughs> yeah. They let them out for this one uh, illustration. But uh, yeah, we now know how uh, it's Gudatama.
2: I think it's Gudatama.
1: Okay. And I've got to oh, commit that to memory because every time I see the egg, I'm like, there's the egg thing.
2: Yes. And I think, what if we found out that this toilet paper was um, made from egg? Oh, now that would be <laughs> mortifying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but eggs are, they have a thousand uses. Yeah. You, you know, they have, people put eggs in their hair. Why not? That's you know, right. It could easily become a toilet it paper. It could be
2: sort of, and if anybody would figure out it, you know, it's figured out sort of toilet health. Oh, it's the Japanese.
1: Japanese toilet culture, they are the leaders. The the They're way out ahead. They're, they're laughing. They are. I mean, th- truly in another dimension compared yes. to the rest of the world. Yeah.
2: It's probably why they age so well. Right. They, they're leading the innovation in toilets. Yeah. And just feeling good and, you know, <laughs> clean, clean. Yeah. The rest of us are just like, putting construction paper up there for three seconds to <laughs> wipe away. Then throwing it down the castle wall, yeah, that kind of thing, into the, the moat. Right, yeah, the right. Japanese are like, no, we have a team of experts who are going to come in and clean this house <laughs> like an Airbnb after the family leaves. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's something that all cultures, I feel like, could get into
1: at this point, more advanced toilet technology. But I think it's time for a game. Okay. We're going to play a game called Giftmaster. I need a number between 1 and 10 from you. Six. Okay. I have to do a bit of light calculating. You can recommend, promote, truly do whatever you want with the mic for a minute.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, promote. I would, I would recommend something that I just saw that um, I have no connection to and I find hilarious that I'm rec- promoting or recommending, but... This movie, The Last Duel, that Ben Affleck, that Mr. Jennifer Lopez's <laughs> husband wrote with Nicole Hollis Center and his buddy Matt, who uh, I think some people also know. But it was like a shock. A couple people told me, actually, our friend Ike from After Party told me to watch it. Um, and it was like surprise. Have either of you seen this movie? It's surprisingly not only fantastic, but like important. It's like a really interesting. Fabulous uh, period piece. It's a Me Too movie set in the Dark Ages. It, it's like a, it's crazy. It's really well done. It's sort of a Rashomon structure, and Adam Driver is in it. I know by the look on your face that you don't believe me, and you're waiting for the bit to drop. But there, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm. Uh,
1: what happened was, I thought usually I have this Google Doc that I have to go through to do my calculations for the game, and I thought today I'm going to because. Uh, it, 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 I thought I would try a new method of doing it, and it became extremely <laughs> difficult. I thought it would make things easier. And I was like, I have gotten
2: out of control. <laughs> I saw your computer smoking, and I was like, what's he doing with that?
1: But then meanwhile, I was also processing that yeah.
2: apparently this is a good movie. This is a very, very good, interesting movie. And it was, I think, killed by the pandemic, and the subject matter is very dark.
1: And the haircuts, I think, made people think, this seems But they're... Bold hair ch- hair choices. Also. Yeah,
2: it was a. I think they it was like an SNL sketch that turned into a two and a half hour <laughs> epic. <laughs> but drama. it entertained you. It's it it's not. Yeah, it's it entertained me. But it was um I, there was a moment. There's a moment like thirty percent way through the movie that you're like,
1: oh, this is
2: very interesting. What they're doing. Really?
1: Oh, okay. Then I have to see
2: it. Yeah, so, and it's Ridley Scott. It's Ridley Scott, okay. and it's the same year that he also did the Gucci movie that also right. did not you know hit quite, but. This movie, I just have to say in terms of subject matter and uh, sort of rip from the headlines. I thought it was cool. Oh, I'm very excited yeah. about this. I need, I've need. i been desperate for movie recommendations. It's not like so. a light, let's just flip this thing on before we go to bed movie, just so you know. <laughs> it's not a rom-com. <laughs> it, it's not. Meet Matt. <laughs> He's a knight during the Crusades. <laughs> but one thing he wants is to find someone... <laughs>
1: Um, okay, this is an uh, excellent recommendation, but now we have to play the game. This is how we play Gift Master. I'm going to name three things, three potential gifts you can give away. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to name three celebrities. You're okay. going to tell me which celebrity uh, you'll give which gift and why. Does that make
2: sense? I have three gifts and three celebrities, and I have to give dole them out. And tell, them tell me out. why, this sort of thing. Yeah. Easy enough. Okay, I do this in real life all the time. Uh, of course. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, you're you're running in your celebrity circles, yeah. and you're and I have all these gifts to give. <laughs> <and so laughs> kind this of a Santa style bag over your shoulder. <laughs> That's right. um, okay, these are the gifts. Number one is a floor length skirt. So this is kind of a a skirt from hip to ankle. Uh, maybe of any fabric you want. That's up to you.
2: Number so the two. The only deciding factor is its length. Yes. Everything else is up to me. Yes, very
1: Great. much up to you. So, it's just going to be, you know, corn. covering... Just made l- of corn. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. So Thank you. So, it's a corn floor-length skirt. <laughs> right. And now, are we talking about fresh corn, dried corn, uh, canned I was, corn? I was
2: pic- picturing fresh corn. Fresh corn, Yeah, okay. I mean, it eventually will shucked dry. Shucked or not? Uh Oh, yeah, shucked. Okay, so yellow... Yellow, just, in fact, sort gorgeous. of beaded. Yeah, yeah, like a beaded. Um, <laughs> Almost like a chainmail. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like a chainmail, but fresh and washed and <laughs> um, floor length.
1: Mice chasing after it, trying to get a little nibble. Maybe, I mean, depending on where you're wearing it. Right, through a field or what have right. you. Okay, uh, corn floor length skirt. A Number two is a, this is practical, a reusable straw. So that's Great. just a tiny thing you can throw in your bag and then you're... You know, out and you don't need to use the plastic. Great. Straw. Not corn. Yeah, it, it could be corn-based. Corn. Let's be honest.
2: Could be corn, may, but not necessarily. Not necessarily. Yeah. Be specific, and then next one, whether or not. It's uh, corn.
1: The third item you'll be giving is a prehensile tail. So that's like a tail, like a monkey has that, like curls around Got objects it. or other animals probably have them too. But I think they're almost like a a
2: hand or an arm where they have some level of control. Right. It's a utilitarian yes, tale. Yes. It's not just decorative. And it's, it's like anatomical. Yes. I'm this tail will this be
1: celebrity. sealed to this person's body for the rest of time. Got it. Okay. And the people you'll be giving them to are, number one, uh, Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray. Sure,
2: and Access Hollywood.
1: And Access Hollywood. How could we forget? I think
2: at this point it might be yeah, most, mostly probably- <laughs> Access Hollywood.
1: <laughs> um, Number two is Andre 3000, mm-hmm. Love. Yes. And number three. Now, this is an interesting one. Speaking of uh, friends earlier,
2: David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. Sure, he did quite well.
1: He did, uh, f- what, financially? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, just, it's just when I see David Schwimmer in anything, I don't have like a strong opinion of him in any direction <laughs> artistically or anything like that. Personally, I don't know him. I just think he did quite well.
1: <laughs> that is, a, that's such a good blanket statement yes, for so I many mean, people. <laughs> <laughs> he
2: did quite well, and then just walk away. <laughs> yeah, I will say I did see him in a hotel gym once. Oh, yeah, and um, he and that's that's what I thought. Was he? Uh, Exercise bike treadmill. Uh, no, like h- intense weightlifting. What? Really? Yeah, yes, and incredibly in shape. And, really? And, yeah, very, very chiseled and handsome, and and put together. The the clothes were oh, impeccable. This is not the David Schwimmer I think of. But you're wrong because he did quite well. <laughs> <laughs> not so, only
1: financially, but in that but hotel in that gym. Way, in that
2: hotel gym, um, he he not he not only did quite well. I was thinking, wow, he's doing quite well. <laughs> <laughs> So he's every, so, tense, every tense of the verb, he's, yes. he's got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he will do quite well. <laughs> but also, um, so yeah, that's my take on David Schwimmer for the world that I've been waiting mm. to drop. Um, so the news dropped. is revealed. Yeah. Um, Kelvin breaks his silence.
1: <laughs> Finally.
2: <laughs> um, okay. So Schwimmer, uh, McGrath, and Andre 3000. Andre 3000. Also, all men. I mean,
1: all of. Yeah, well, Mark McGrath, it's harder to say. Well, we'll just say for niceness purposes, they all did quite well. They
2: all did quite well. No, you can't. I mean, yes, we're talking about him here in 2022. There's no question he did quite well. Um, Corn skirt to the floor. What's the word you use for Uh, tail? Floor length. No, no, for tail. Oh, prehensile. Prehensile tail. And then... um, Reusable straw. Reusable straw. See, the intuitive choice is to give that skirt to Andre 3000. Right. You just feel like he's, I mean, we should almost Google corn floor length skirt. He may have already worn one. He (laughs) may have already done this. So, for that reason, I'm not going to gift something to the guy. Oh, interesting. That he probably.
1: Wow. You want to give a repeat gift. No.
2: He's going to go, now I have three. What am I supposed to do with this? Right. So, um, he probably gets that straw. Okay, sure. um, Because. He seems like a reasonable guy, and he's probably in that phase of his life where he's starting to think about sustainability mm-hmm. and, um, you know, giving back.
1: This makes perfect sense to me. He yeah. feels, despite being flashy and yeah. fun, has always seemed also practical. Yes. <laughs> I, right. I, I uh, One of my celebrity crushes, Andre 3000. Yeah. Uh, oh, is just completely so justified.
2: Cool. Yes. Yeah, so cool. Um, He's almost like... I mean, this is an overstatement, but it's like a Bowie type character where you're right. like, oh, this guy is laps ahead of culture. Yes. And we'll understand him in like 30 years. Right.
1: Actually. Has never made like a
2: glaringly bad move. No. And his music, if you play it now, sounds modern. Whereas right. a lot of the music of that time sounds very old. Yes. It feels, to. oh, I'm listening to something from 1999. Right. And so, which actually I do Not a, a lot problem. Lately. Not a problem. <laughs> Um, to 1999 and people who love
1: 1999. <laughs> we do send this back in time. Just want to cover our bases here. There is the here. time travel element yeah. of the podcast. Hi,
2: my name's Kyle from 1999. <laughs> I've been listening to your podcast and I want you to know that I will no longer... I was no not longer... happy
1: with some of the statements made on this week's episode. S- subscription
2: canceled. <laughs> um, um, so, okay, so giving Andre yeah. the
1: reusable straw. Yeah, he, he
2: seems like he would appreciate makes it. makes perfect sense. Yeah, he tonight. seems like he'd look you dead in the eye and say thank you. And he also seems like someone who loves a cool drink. He does seem Let's like he loves it. a cool drink. And like you said, practical. When you look at him, he looks like he's going from this event to something else. <laughs> he's going to go. <laughs> right. He's never yeah. like at rest. No, he's like a nephew's, you know, birthday party. <laughs> and then later on tonight, he's meeting friends in a movie.
1: That's a perfectly
2: given gift. Yes. Okay.
1: And thoughtful not giving him the, the skirt.
2: Yeah, he's not going to need that. And then the, the, the um, prehensile tail, which I will use again today mm-hmm. just to lock it in. <laughs> um,
1: God knows if I'm pronouncing that correctly. To be honest, like I'm no <laughs> tail expert. Let's
2: just put it out there. Okay, it's good to say. <laughs> um, the the my go, my options are McGrath and uh Schwimmer. Schwimmer. I think uh I think I'm gonna give that tail to uh, Schwimmer. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And why? Because he did so well, and I feel like he. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what do you give the guy who has everything? Mm-hmm. You give him the thing that he can't he can't purchase. And you can't. You can't. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. I mean, I think some companies are working on it. Some tech bros. <laughs> yeah, there's somebody in the Bay Area yeah, right now. But not that's... yet. As we stand here today, not yet. And um, so he's gonna go, I have everything, <laughs>
1: but and now I have. Every. And now I'm swinging around the house. Yeah, okay. so I'm getting things on the top shelf with my tail.
2: Right. He's he's so in shape, and he's so <laughs> he's so he's so sort of physically powerful. Probably. I, I, I refuse to believe that David Schwimmer is this financially powerful. <laughs> the tail is just going to push him to that next level. <laughs> <laughs> well, it gives him another thing to work out at the gym. It, it, yeah. It, that's the thing is no. None of us thought there was another level <laughs> for swimmer and. And yet, this is going to get him there. Um, And then, so that leaves us with... For some reason, I have the memory of, like, (laughs) a grandfather looking for his glasses right now.
1: (laughs) What, looking for the floor-length skirt made of corn? The
2: the corn goes goes to McGrath, yeah. And, And I think McGrath is one of those guys, in my mind, who's very... Entrenched in a certain era, mm-hmm. um, bleach tips. Yeah, I don't know if that's true because I I haven't seen him recently. But to me, he represents that that era. So right, I think a floor length corn skirt is gonna help him like open some opportunities. Right, and, and rebrand slightly. Rebrand, yeah, uh, and like like you know that is very sustainable. So that's really you know co- corn based <laughs> fashion. <laughs>
1: It's pro- uh, that I mean. No, all joking aside, is probably almost a thing.
2: It's probably almost a thing. It seems um, work intensive, so yeah. maybe sort of class based because you probably need a good amount of. But a think chunk of, of all the syrup to... we're making out of corn. Absolutely, Sir- corn syrup, uh, corn. Like you said, I think don't we make utensils out of corn? Now? Yeah, we make so many things. I feel like are made out of corn at yeah. this point. Yeah. So why not corn shirts?
1: Maybe they dissolve in the rain.
2: Corn. That's sh- the problem. They could call them corn syrups.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See corn industry. The you uh,
2: corn syrup may be on its way out, but yeah. corn syrups. Yeah, and here's the other thing: is McGrath, unfortunately, in my mind, and this might not be true for everybody else, is known for one song. Uh,
1: uh, yes, and so
2: or maybe two. I, think I feel there like was there a are two second songs. One. Yeah, there's there's the uh, uh, "Just Want to Fly." Just
1: want to fly. That was the first one, and then there's the one. That's every a little, morning, every morning, every morning, the crown. Every, yeah, I don't hanging know on the bed or what. Yeah, have you. so
2: now it'll be. I just want to fly every morning.
1: Floor length, floor length, corn
2: skirt. So he's got three. So everybody kind (laughs) of wins here.
1: We get a hit new song on the radio. Jack FM is playing it over
2: and over. Do you know if I got those right?
1: You got those perfectly. Okay, great, 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 great. Uh, I was concerned. I feel like you really dodged a bullet with the giving the skirt to Andre Three Thousand, which was it was such a gimme. It seemed like such an obvious choice, and you made the
2: thoughtful decision to think. I don't know who you think you invited here today.
1: (laughs) Well, I thought I was inviting someone who would not show up with a gift. And so obviously there have been a surprise after surprise after surprise. I understand. Uh, okay, this is the final segment of the podcast. It's called I Said No Emails. People write into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. They have questions. They okay. need answers. Okay. Their, their lives are either slowly or quickly spiraling out of control. Yeah. And so feeling. we step in and try to hit the brakes a little bit, try to bring them back from the brink. Will you answer a question with me? Sure. Okay, this says, Hello, Bridger, and dumbfounding guests." So that adjective uh, seems appropriate. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll take that on today. Sure. And I
2: do apologize. Own
1: it. Uh, my sister and I used to be very close, dot, dot, dot. For the past two years, our relationship has become rocky as we navigate growing into different age ranges and dynamics with each other. Mm. Her, 32. Me, 26. Ooh. But are those both... Well, I, think I feel like one is a young millennial and one is a old Zoomer.
2: Z- yeah, old, old Zoomer. Old Gen
1: Z. Uh, her wedding is in October. I adore her new, her new partner and want for us to have a healthy relationship. What's a gift that says, I care about you a lot, even though you're too high-strung and bother me most of the time, but I hope you, ha- you have a really good life, I guess. Sincerely, Travis. So Travis, mm. he's not apparently does not like his sister, but is falling head over heels with the
2: sister's uh, fiance. Yeah, and also, I think Travis might um, be hung up on age more than the sisters hung up on age <laughs> the sense I get I, don't, I bet the sister doesn't think about this at all i was <laughs> like well I'm 26 now so it's clearly the gulf between us is un, unbridgeable
1: <laughs> there's no way we will ever be able to speak the same language <laughs> that 32 really you think you're gonna get my experience you dinosaur <laughs> you're almost dead I'm, I'm looking into
2: homes for you <laughs> How am I supposed uh, to talk an, uh, to you? Maybe a subscription to the AARP or <laughs> um, some type of pacemaker that she can use in the next six months. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean let's. I mean let's be honest. Uh, older sister is geriatric.
2: Yeah. Do you even need to go to this wedding? Is she going to make it to this? <laughs>
1: that's the real question the here real question. why you need to be buying a gift that could
2: double as something for yourself yes, Travis? like a grieving gift for the partner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god travis i'm sorry I, <laughs> I i i think travis you i will say i think 32 is a pivotal age ish and i think you should re- recognize you're not wrong travis we joke but you're not wrong. 26, you're still living in some kind of French uh, indie film.
1: You're smoking. You're smoking. You're skateboarding.
2: Yeah. The The music is very uh, uh, twee. And <laughs> <laughs> you're two inches off the ground. You take buses because you it's cute. You read good books. Yeah, you read good books. right? You read whole good books. Uh-huh. You finish the book. Um, your sister is, you're not wrong, thinking about rugs, blenders, um, <laughs> sunspots.
1: Right. Will I ever be able to uh, pay the mortgage? Yes. Uh, get a mortgage.
2: Get a mortgage. Um, knee replacement surgery. <laughs> um, <laughs> the grandkids. No, there, is, there is a slight... You will see, and I hate to be condescending, but you will see there are bigger shifts um, as you get older. But I, I agree with you. I, your, from your vantage point, 26, 32, those are different places. So I would get her something very domestic uh, unapologetically, because the truth oh. is, you do think about those things, right? Like,
1: practical, practical home
2: goods. Yes, I. When we bought our house, we, I want, I was like important to me to like live kind of near a like Abbot Kinney or uh, sure. somewhere, you know, so like you that. Could, we could. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I right. mean, I don't want to live, you know, in like, hours away from, you know, in in Barstow, but. But I but I don't care anymore about that. And it was only like two years later that I realized that I did not need to be able to like stumble out of... And actually, it's a liability <laughs> and there's all kinds of dangers. <laughs> like, <laughs> people riding their bikes down their house on the way to the bar. Very dangerous. Yes, very dangerous. I, I now am uh, shut in and uh, I scream at people if they come anywhere near our mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be cozy at home. Yeah, you. But but there is a shift. So I would think domestic. I would think a way to make her home life um, a little more convenient, a little mm-hmm. more like, and I kid you not, like a my, my most used, most loved wedding gift was a good espresso machine. Oh, that's
1: an excellent one because everyone kind of has a coffee machine yes. that does the job. That said, it's
2: like $2,000 to oh, get a good one. Like right. the really nice ones. But you can get like an espresso one for a couple hundred bucks. Okay. So and that... then she's not having to go to right, the the six dollar latte, right, you know, four days a week, and then uh, and then
1: she every time she makes a cup of Joe, she's thinking about you and That's how you're drifting too. apart,
2: yes, so even though you haven't talked to her in sixty eight years, she she's forced <laughs> to consider your existence every morning you haunt her, yeah,
1: the, her first thought every morning is, yes. oh, my brother, I need not not before my coffee. Not before I've regretted what I did to my relationship with my brother. I want that on a
2: mug. Right. And then, so that's six years. So when he's 32, she'll be 38. Boy, oh boy. Oh boy. Here we go again, Travis. I knew
1: she's headed towards 40 and you're thinking about maybe moving into a house. At that
2: point, she'll just be kind of babbling nonsensically (laughs) at the ceiling and not sure if you're in the room. I mean,
1: if she's lucky. (laughs)
2: If she's so lucky. Right. Her mind is going. Uh, I
1: feel like that's great. I mean, obviously, Travis prefers the fiancé. Maybe a gift card to a restaurant that you know that your sister doesn't like, so you get to go with the fiancé. That's always a decent choice. Just begin the
2: building blocks of that relationship. Right. Really jump ship right now.
1: (laughs) Right. So when the inevitable divorce happens, you'll get to be friends with this person, and your sister will have... The, well, actually, no, because you won't have given her the espresso. Travis, you're going to have to figure this math out on your own. Um, you are the one that has treated
2: your sister so poorly. Yeah, I, I think it's time for maybe a, a mirror, a picture of yourself looking in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so and,
0: she, yeah. she
2: knows what you, you've thought about what you've done.
1: Yeah, Travis, it's time to you're still young, you can make the choices that will get you back on the right path and back into the glowing realm of your sister. Yep. Um and I mean it's a good thing you wrote into this podcast. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think thank you for um digging deep <laughs> and realizing your wrongs.
1: Yes, a uh, family saved. Um <laughs> and uh we do what we can.
2: Yeah. Which is a lot.
1: It's so much. It takes so much time and energy. It's almost too much, Travis. I, it's too much. <laughs> I haven't even had lunch yet. It's really, it's wild. The things I will do for a listener.
2: Yeah, but and, you did it, and now Travis can Venmo you. Travis Venmo me. Yeah. <laughs> uh
1: five to six thousand dollars. <laughs> That's a starting point. That's you know, and then you can let your imagination run.
2: Not including Wild. the gift. Don't, don't recoup the gift. In that <laughs> right, <podcast>. right. <laughs> uh,
1: Kelvin, I now have two practical items. One which is cute, one which is terrifying. Um, I'm thrilled to have them.
2: Great. I'm, I'm glad that worked out. It was a, it was a <laughs> dicey choice to bring a gift.
1: It was a dicey choice, but yeah. ultimately, we came together. I feel like we can leave this podcast and, without anger.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, some people get to swimmer and some people just get take the small, <laughs> small win. Well, today we'll take the small win. Take
1: the small win and maybe it, it takes a lot of building to get to a swimmer.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't even know how you do that.
1: For somebody to be saying he did well, woo, <laughs> that's a lifetime of work, luck, and uh, work.
2: Yeah. Work. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you for being here. I've had a wonderful time with you. It was
2: fantastic. Thank you so much, Annalise. Uh,
1: Listener, oh, the
2: episode's over.
1: We made it through. The neighbors uh, were so polite not to do the construction. God bless them. Uh, They're back in my good graces. You continue to be in my good graces, but the episode does have to end, so you have to move on and do whatever you're going to do with your day. I'm wishing you the best of luck. I love you. Goodbye. I said no gifts is an exactly right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by John Bradley. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker Patrick Cotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts?
0: Perfectly clear And you're a guest In my home